You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome into the show. We've got a special UFC 267 episode on the menu today. And you know, since we're talking UFC, we had to bring on the guy that's been making the Steady Picks community a lot of money with his UFC picks. A lot of requests to get him back on the show. We've got Sean Brady here. Sean, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm just I'm trying to make everybody a little bit of money, keep everybody happy. But <clears throat> MMA is a, a hard, it's a hard one to pick. So we're do, we're doing all right. Everything's everything's all right. Ah, uh, well, it it is tough, man. And we really appreciate you joining the show today. Um, I also have with us Tom from our morning show. Tom, how you doing, my man? Oh, just fantastic. Always a always a highlight of the week to have uh, Sean on the show and to uh, be able to go through these UFC fights because, uh, you know, I rely heavily on what Sean thinks. And uh, I know, you know, the amount of messages and things that we get are just overwhelmingly positive. Like people are, when's the card coming up? Like when's the card getting posted? I got to see these. So uh, it's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, man. People, people love your pick, Sean. They absolutely love them. You've earned their trust. And today, Here's what I got planned for the three of us. We're going to go through all the fights on the main card of UFC 267. We're going to go through one of the prelim fights that Sean actually handpicked for us here. And we'll actually, we'll just make our bets right here on the show. Um, One thing, Sean, obviously you know this sport and these fighters much better than us. So what we're going to do is we're going to pass it to you to break down, you know, how you see these fights going. And then Tom and I will try to provide some betting insights along the way, um, if that sounds good to you guys. Yeah, that's that sounds perfect to me. Perfect. Awesome. So we'll get started with the first. This is the prelim fight that we wanted to to discuss, and I know uh, Sean here is excited to go over this one. It's Andre Petrosky against Hugh yep. Yazong. Hugh Yazong. Yep. What do you got for us, Sean? So. This fight, obviously, um, I'm bo- super biased because Andre's my teammate. But I train with Andre, and Andre's very good, and uh, he could be—he's going to make some some big, big noise in the UFC soon. This is his second UFC fight, and the guy he's fighting, honestly, um, doesn't deserve to be in the UFC. He's three and two. He lost his. Last two fights, which were his only UFC fights, and he also hasn't fought since, I think, 2018. So, yep. right now, Andre, I'm looking at your guys' email. They have him. The current line on him is he's a uh, minus 245, which is not bad compared to Andre's last fight. I think he was, like, a minus five-something. So, 
right now it, the line's not too bad. I'm I'm assuming throughout the week it's going to get he's going to be a bigger and bigger favorite. So if you're going to bet on just a straight bet, I'd get him now. But I'm going to be looking for the finish by TKO or submission. And uh, I can definitely, I, I can almost guarantee you Andre's going to going to get this guy out of there. So I'm going, I'm going to be going heavy on my boy. Uh, I and love I, it. And I really do think this really line, good. yeah, this line's going to, this guy's going to jump when people, because it kind of just came out. So the line's going to really move, I think, uh, as Sean yeah. said, once Actually, this gets like, started. This guy, he, like I said, he's, like, I keep saying his record and people are like, oh, is that like his UFC record? I'm like, no, that's his overall record. <laughs> it's three and two, which is crazy. I honestly don't know how he's in the UFC. And uh, he he's moving. He used to be a heavyweight. <clears throat> and then he moved down to light heavyweight and lost. And now he's moving down the middleweight. So Andre kind of relies on these bigger. He's really a 170 pounder, but he's fighting at 185 because he's a lot faster than a lot of these guys. And this is going to be like a perfect example of that. This guy is going to be super slow, and I just think Andre is just going to give it to him everywhere. And uh, I think he's definitely going to finish him with a TKO or a submission. So that's that's what I'm going to be playing. But like like you guys said, and I just said, the line's going to grow. So I'll jump on. Uh, I'll jump on him now for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely get this bet in early. Barely any movement so far. And typically, Sean, like once the word gets out about matchups like this throughout the week, this baby, this baby shoots. So yeah. his wins, his wins are the guy was two and three, other guy was O and O, and his other win was a guy that was O and one. So like he hasn't won a fight since 2016. He only fought once in 2017. Once in 2018, and he lost both of those fights. So, yeah, I think my man's going to get smoked. So I'm going, he- I'm going heavy on my boy. And Love even it. on uh, some of the books, I'm seeing that it's not even necessarily posted yet. So yeah, some yeah. of the books will have I, I, it. So it's a good one to. Yep, yep. It's a good one to really keep your eye out for. As soon as it gets posted, I think it's it's going to be worth worth the play. Hundred percent. Yeah, so head over to DraftKings if you want to get that in early. That's where it's available now. But moving on to the main card, guys. This is an absolutely loaded top to bottom. We'll start We'll start at the bottom here. We've got, oh gosh, Magomed Ankalaev. Ankalaev, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Versus Vulcan Ozdemir. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about this one, Sean, before I throw it to you to break it down, this is the one fight on the main card that the line is moving pretty strong toward the dog here. So it opened minus 360, Ankalaev. It's down to minus 300. For Ozdemir, it was plus 285 when it opened. He's plus 235 now. What do you make of this one? So what does that mean? Does that mean money starting to come in on Vulcan, Ozdemir? Correct. Yep, exactly. Yep. Huh. Yeah, that's that's surprising to me. I honestly have um I have Ankaliev winning this fight. He um he's good man. He's he's beat some he's beat some good guys. I don't know if you guys remember. He had that weird like trilogy with that guy, um Ian Cutilabre, where like he finished him, but he was the guy he 
finish was acting weird and the ref stopped it, but he was playing like rope a dope, whatever. And then they fought again and uh, he got and he finished them. So he beat him and then he just beat uh, Nikita Krylov, which is a good win. So he's on a, a nice streak. I'm not. I'm not too crazy on this fight, but if I was going to bet it, I would bet uh, in Kalayev. But Vulcan's Vulcan's tough. He's uh, he's fought for the belt. Like he's definitely um, fought some good guys, but he's he's lost some. He's lost his. He only won. He's won and he's got. He's three and he's two and three in his last five. So he's um. He's on. A, he, he lost his last fight. He won two before that, but then he lost two in a row. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going and Clive on this one. And I'll add a. I'll add a side note to this too. The importance of just from a betting perspective, the importance of shopping around for the best line is so critically important because this fight, for example, and all the fights really, as I'm looking at the the odds board, they're so different at every book. So. For you to settle for just betting on DraftKings because that's what you do is really just throwing money out the window. Like you really need to shop for the best line, and there's better lines available at all the different books. Like Ozdemir, that they they didn't adjust it at Bet MGM yet; it's still two sixty five, you know. But at DraftKings, hmm. it's two forty five, two thirty, two thirty five. Yeah. So that's something I know. DraftKings is like their lines are crazy high on a lot, and then. A, I'd go over to FanDuel and I'm like, man, the lines a lot were a lot better at FanDuel, like you're saying. So you definitely really do need to shop around. That's something like me where I'm just I kind of just bet for fun, but recognizing that it's it's pretty crazy how the lines are a lot different on uh, a lot of different websites. But honestly, even though you, you're doing it for fun, the fact that you have like two books is perfect. That's literally all we ask of people when, I mean, the more the better, but when you have yeah. two, at least you can compare and get a better number somewhere for all the fights. I think I actually have bet. I think I have uh, the bet MGM one too. So I got to look at that one too, but yeah, DraftKings is, their lines are crazy high on a lot. Cause I was looking even at some of these PFL fights and uh, the lines are, are crazy. And then, like I said, I go over to FanDuel and they're way better, so you guys are 100 percent right. You definitely need to to shop around. Absolutely. Uh, one one final note on this fight, Sean, or not a final note, but yeah. yeah. Do we like any props here? Do we like a, a KO, a submission? What do, what are we feeling? I'd say just to take it, like if I was going to be safe, I would just take it not to go the distance because they're both finishers, and um, obviously that means somebody's going to get finished. I'm not too crazy on on who but one of them is going to most likely get knocked out so i would go to, to for the fight not to go to the distance but i'm personally gonna gonna stay away from this one okay okay you're looking like, at nothing minus, wrong with that yeah minus two dollars for the fight to not go the distance the no on fight to go the distance minus two dollars all right what do we got next next we got Lee Jingliang versus Hamzat Chayamov. I, I think I said as many times Chimaev. I hear this guy's name. Yeah, I can't get it right. I can't get it right. Chimaev, Chimachayev, uh, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> what, what do we got here, Sean? He's he's uh he's absolutely steaming right now in terms of the line. It opened 
uh, Hamzat minus 335. It's all and, the way to minus 450 now. Tons of money pouring on him. So, uh, obviously, if I'm going to bet it, I'd bet on Hamzat to win. But there's a few things that worry me about this fight. One, Hamzat hasn't fought in a year because he's had a lot of um, problems with COVID. He had COVID. At one point, he retired in this last year because of COVID. He, every time he would go to train, he was throwing up blood. He almost, oh, died. Shit. he almost died at one point from what they were saying. So, yeah, and this all happened within the last year. So that's the only thing that kind of worries me. He's clearly a stud. He's, he's world class. But those things kind of worry me. And then the guy is fighting the leech. I know very well because I was trying to fight this guy for a while. He knocks guys out, you know, he, he finishes fights. So between the two of them, same thing as the last fight, I'm, but I'm definitely betting this fight to not go the distance. This fight is 100% not seeing the score scorecards. Either one of them is getting finished. So that's kind of how I would bet it because if Hamzat was more active and if we seen him more and all that stuff with COVID wasn't going on, I'd bet him through the roof. And you probably still should. But those are just a couple little things that uh, that worry me about about this fight. And Hamzat's down to you look across the boards. Even since we we came up, we updated the sheet that we're working off of here. It's even down even more. I see five dollars. I see almost six dollars favorite. Yeah. That's so wild. it's really unbettable. But when you think about okay, what do I think this fight's gonna have? I think Hamzat's gonna get a knockout, right? We think he might get a knockout. It's so much better to take the – you could take the, the prop, but if you're worried about his health and, and that sort of thing, the no to go the distance is 100% the way to go. It's about 280, minus 280 is what you're looking at there. Yeah, that's it's just so weird with him. He he literally fought like three times within a really short period of time. Yep. He brings home three bonuses. He, he you know, really like just impressive showings too, but like you said, you know – he got, it sounds like COVID beat him, beat his body yeah. up pretty bad. Yeah. Like I said, he, he retired at one point. Like he was saying like he just was done fighting because of how bad COVID was. So hearing stuff like that kind of worries me, like how yeah. you know, during training, how much, what are his lungs going to be like if this fight goes to the second round, you know, and all that affects you when you start getting tired, you make bad decisions. So I'm definitely betting this fight to not go the distance. Like I, I, I can almost guarantee that's uh, that's going to hit. You know, one of these guys are getting finished. I'm going to ride that with you. I like that angle. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Give us the next one, Ricky. What's the next fight on the card here? Next fight, we got Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tybora. Volkov opens up as a minus 280. Tybora, a plus 215 dog. Not much movement here. A little bit of money coming in on Volkov. It's moved about. It's moved from 280 to 290. Um, what do you got, Sean? How do you see this one playing out? So I'm on uh, this website, Tapology. I like it a lot. They have like. Oh, you know you about you know about Tapology. Ah, oh, there we go. They show uh, like the percentage of what people think, like what. Uh, everyone thinks who's going to win. So they got 82% for Volkov and that's kind of the way I'm leaning. Volkov is super good. Besides he just lost to, um, he just lost to Surreal Gan, which Surreal Gan is 
now the interim champ, and I think he's going to beat Francis Ngannou. So, I mean, that says a lot about him. Besides that, like, he's beat some of the best guys in the world. He's tall. He has an 81-inch reach. Um, yeah, I just think, like I said, he just lost to Shrill Guy. Before that, he knocked out Alistair Overeem. He uh, beat Walt Harris. Before that, he lost to Curtis Blades. He got wrestled, but Marcin Tabor is not going to wrestle him. So I'm leaning, I'm leaning Volkov. How big of a, uh, a favorite is he? Minus 290. All these lines on the main card, I'm going to be honest, they're tough. They're they're pretty juiced. Yeah. Let me see. All right. I got your email right. I wonder if Volkov by TKO or KO is plus 160. That's that's a that's a good one. That's probably – I mean, if you're going to bet it, that's probably your best bet because, like you said, I mean, to bet on close to, what, 300 – I mean, that's that's hard to do, like, just for a straight bet. I actually right. kind of like this one to go the distance a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's a good one, too. Because Tybor has gone to decision with Grishin and Ben Rothwell. Yeah, I'm uh, looking at his record right now. A couple Spivak of times. Spivak with the decision, too. So he's got, he's got a decent amount. Stefan Struve was a decision. Uh, Andre Arlovsky, yeah, he's even he lost to Doom. It was a decision. That's that's a good play. Okay. And yeah, okay. you look at Volkov too. A lot of decisions there. Blades, Hardy. Yeah, game yeah. plus four for that. So that's a that's a good one. Yeah, these a little plus money. Are pretty crazy on most of these fights on the uh, the main card. Yeah, they are. Um, I'll that's keep going to be my first there's... bet, Ricky. That's going to yeah, be sorry. my first bet. I'm going. That that fight goes to a decision. That's going to be my yeah. first play. Plus one hundred four. All right, there we go. We got we got it locked in. Um, these next three guys, these these are all really good fights. We'll move to Islam Makachev versus Dan Hooker. Betting lines a little bit crazy here. Money is pouring in on Makachev. It opened minus four hundred down to already minus six fifty. Sean, please tell me Dan Hooker is Listen, a live dog and we're rolling with him. Dan Hooker's a live dog, but the only way to bet this fight is either Dan Hooker by KO or TKO or Islam by some kind of finish. You know, it's Islam's either gonna submit Dan Hooker or ground and pound him to death, or Dan Hooker's gonna knock him out while he's shooting for a takedown. Only two ways I see this fight going. I, I, I can't see it going to a decision unless it's Islam just grinding Dan out. But I really feel like the only way Dan's going to win is if he catches Islam with something because he's not taking Islam down. And eventually, at some point, he's going to get taken down. It's just going to be if he catches Islam with something coming in because Islam's 20 and 1, but his one loss, he has gotten knocked out. So right. it's definitely possibility and for for dan hooker by ko or tk it was plus 850 so um i mean you, you can't go wrong with sprinkling a little something on that and then makachev by submission is plus 200 so those make options. a profit if one of those two happens if you bet it two ways there yeah i like that co co cover yourself on both ends because i really don't see it going going any other way you know I like that. I'm going to lock those two in. Literally, we, we make a profit if just one of the two hits. A pretty nice profit there. So uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah this is 
this is one of those fights where it's pretty clear cut of it's either going to for either guy they only have it's only going to go one way. If, if Dan Hooker wins a decision, I would be absolutely mind blown. It's just <laughs> it just doesn't it's just not not uh, something that would happen. But like I said, MMA is. I had a couple of people I picked over this last weekend who I thought were were pretty good locks and. They weren't. So uh, MMA is very unpredictable. So who knows? And that's why a lot of times in the UFC, I I, I get hesitant to bet like these oh, yeah. favorites. You know, like I just don't want to lay that price in a sport where one punch, like is really anybody going to lay with Makachev $6 for him to win? Like it takes one parlays. punch. Parlays. He's huge in parlays. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone's doing. Everyone, a lot of people I know personally are parlaying Islam uh, Hamza and then like actual people I know him Islam Islam Hamza and my buddy Andre and it plays out like plus 105 or something like that oh, that's nice so I love that yeah so that's what people are doing dude you definitely you can't bet them straight everyone's parlaying them which is which is smart you know for sure absolutely um I'm ex- I'm excited man this card is stacked yeah, it really is. Uh, moving into the co-main event, which really could have been a main event in you know any card, we got Peter Jan versus Corey Sandhagen. This line opened Jan minus two fifty. It's now all the way to minus two ninety. Corey's a plus two twenty five dog. Real quick on this one, guys. I gotta I gotta vent a little on this fight before we dive into it. So, and then I got a question for Sean as well that will kind of tie this together. But I want to rewind time. I actually used my risk-free $1,000 bet from BetMGM, which shout out to BetMGM, our partner, for the great offer. If you don't have a BetMGM account, make sure to sign up. Use code SteadyPicks when you do. But I lost that bet, guys, okay? I bet on Corey Sanhagen money line, and I know it was a close fight, but really, like, heading into the judge's decision— I felt really good about my bet. TJ Dillashaw was beat up pretty bad at the end of the fight, you know, but here's my question for you, Sean, kind of tying this fight in. From a fan's perspective, it's really tough to determine what the judges are valuing in their scoring. So, like, for example, in the Corey versus Dillashaw fight, mm-hmm. Dillashaw held Corey on the cage for a lot of that fight, and I've heard people say that control time is what won him the fight. So my question for you is, like, I guess, A, did the judges provide any clarity to the fighters regarding scoring? And I guess not really B, but I guess it's best to just, you know, not let it come to that. Or like, what's the what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the way I kind of think of it is like it's hard, right? Because judges, there's there's kind of a criteria, but it's so unpredictable because these judges really they're not ex fighters. They're not former they're not even people who train so i don't even really think they know what they're looking at but for me i remember watching that fight and i would have been if if they would have said uh sanhagen i would have been completely fine with it and when they said tj i was completely fine with it because i feel like tj what i guess why the judges gave it to him was off of the control like when he had his back a lot he wasn't taking him down because from what he said his knee was popped so he couldn't really take him down and throw his hooks in and take the back, but he was controlling from the back. So right. in moments he was controlling the fight, but on the other end, 
Sanhagen did a lot more damage. So I guess the way Sanhagen, he said, like, he he lost the the contest, you know, but if it was a fight, he would have won the fight. You know, he did more damage. He hurt him. So it's hard. You know, I really I I, I seen it go and if either way, I would have been OK with it. But I only reason TJ probably got it was because of that control. He had more control time, just holding on his back. I think he scored a couple takedowns. And it was honestly, Sanhagen was just lazy in these positions. He could have not, he gave up these positions and he looked fine in them. It's not like he was struggling to get out of them, but I think that's, right. kind, of, I think that's kind of what cost him the fight, you know? And uh, yeah. He was taking a lot of damage, you know, like I, in that. So his face almost looked better coming out of it, that it was, <laughs> he, just got, he got controlled a lot more than, than he should have. And it's his own fault. He let TJ just literally hold him in these positions where it's not like he was fighting tooth and nail to get out. He just wasn't doing anything, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. The one thing I will say with judges is I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but you know, when we're watching it on TV, like we've got all these numbers, they're showing strike numbers, significant hit, like all these different things. Like the judges don't have that. They're just watching the fight, trying to figure out who's winning what. So I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to say yes or no, but I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm not sure if they have like the significant strikes and like the number of takedowns. I think they. Sh- I mean, I would hope That's they. Wild. I yeah, hope they do, but I'm not positive that they do. I. Uh, I think it should be open scoring too. Like I'm a big. I think there mm-hmm. should. I think we should know what it is going into whatever round. Just like you know what a football game score is. You know what a basketball. You know what there should. We should know if it's two rounds. We should know if it's one to one. You know, I think it's it's stupid for us to all obviously the anticipation probably makes it a little bit better for the fans or whatever, but I want to know like, hey, am I down two rounds for sure? Or or we're just guessing out here. Right. Everything's a, a guess. So yeah, but you're hundred percent right. I wish the judges they should have all of that. They should have screen I know they have screens in front of them, I think, but they should have screens with different angles and they should have every punch count. They should have the takedown count control time. They should have all of that because at the end of the day, they control our, our fate. They control if we go home with one check or two checks. And even more importantly than that, the win or the loss on our record, you know? So yeah, right. it's, yeah. it's we're, Las Vegas now has like, um, they have the review where they can go like the, I don't know if you guys watched the Kyle Dawkins fight where the headbutt happened with um, Kevin Holland and yeah. go back and review everything and then they, they can make their decision from there. But we need more stuff like that. You know, the sport is evolving so fast. We need to, to keep up with, with every other aspect of it. And you've seen things even as pure as like baseball, like people fought baseball from getting reviews and challenges and stuff. They fought that it's America's game. It's pastime, blah, blah, blah. You know, these things got to come. You got to get the technology in there and let these judges like see as much as we see from television. Like we shouldn't be seeing more of the fight and more of the stats than the guys who are deciding the fight. 
I agree a hundred percent. We have all these amazing angles and we can see everything from every different point of view. And I don't know if you guys, have, you guys have been the CFFC, I think before, but when you're that close to the cage, it's hard to see stuff. Yes. And you're on the other side. You might see something that someone else doesn't see, or there might be something going on that you can't see, which could be, you could be going for some kind of submission, but the way you're laying, you can't see that. Or, uh, you could be holding the guy's glove and the ref can't, it's, there's, yep. there's so many different things, you know? So, uh, and that's what I was amazed by, right? Like, are the judges in all sitting together in one I think side of, all I one think table. they are all sitting next to each other where it would be even better where they should be all spread out. And I'm not positive on that either, but. Or are yeah. they talking? I think they are all next. Are they talking to each other? Like, there's so many like I, I, weird I things know. to think I, about. Like, <laughs> hey, what'd you think oh, of that? Oh, I was a ten. Yeah, you know, I was a ten eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> talking to each other, and uh, why three? Why are there only? <laughs> what's why not have five? Like, what's the take? And then if there's five judges, if you have two whacked out scores, you take those out, and then you just use the other three. You know, there's yep. and then. There's so many things with like the point system. There, why aren't there half points? Like, why is it only a whole point? There's so many, there's so many different things that could be done with MMA and the scoring and the judging that isn't done. Even like our gloves. Why aren't our gloves different to where? Why are we still poking each other in the eye <laughs> as much as we are? You know, it's, so many eye pokes. Yeah, recently. and then yeah. they've taken all these points away from them. And yeah. I like some of them are accidental, Asta and some of them are. Yeah, lost he did. a crucial point. Yeah, and he I, he still would have lost the fight, uh, even if he didn't lose that point. For I'm pretty sure, I but still, right. he didn't even get um, a warning. You know, so yep. that's a yeah. I could go on about MMA and the judging and the scoring for forever, but yeah, you're 100 percent right. The judges definitely need to have uh, more access to to the to the stats because it's fascinating. It just depends on the ref, like. One eye poke can be a point. The other can be a warning. One could be worse than the other. Like, it is just yeah. amazing to me that it is and so, like. And if a doctor is just like, oh, well, I don't think he can continue. <laughs> right. The fight's over. Why it's not done. have two different doctors, you know? that What's, or, yeah, I've heard so many different things. I actually heard a good theory uh, from one of the podcasts I listened to. Why not have two judges, I mean, two refs in there? Two can see a whole lot more than one. Mm. What, what, what what would be the – why not? You have to pay one more guy, but who cares? You know, you could have two guys on two different angles, and they can see everything yeah. going on. Well, a lot more than one person. One guy – it's so – being a, a, a ref is probably one of the hardest jobs ever because if you make a bad call, you're getting crucified for it, you know? So they go into those fights knowing that it, it would probably be a lot easier knowing that it's you and another person where if you miss something, they might see it or vice versa, you know? And at the end of the day, and, when, and then we'll move on, but at the end of the day, sports fans, sports bettors, athletes, everyone at the end of the day just wants the decision to be right. That's why exactly. we have these replays. I just want the correct outcome, whether it 100%. goes for me or against me or I lose the bet or I win. I want the correct outcome. Yeah, I, I agree 100 percent, man. And and my bad, guys, to, to steer us in the left field with my nah, it's all my good. But no, that's great stuff. It's it's a great stuff and great conversation. I'll I'll bring us back real quick just to the betting here of Peter Yan and Corey Sanhagen because Sean. Oh wait, I, this is a betting I, show. Oh, 
I, I really want to lay the hammer down on Corey again, but I'm not going to do it unless you're behind me. So what do we got here, Sean, in this uh, fight? I, I'm sorry to disappoint you, my man, but I, <laughs> oh. I, I'm, not going, I'm not going with the Sandman on this one. I uh, Through Peter Jan, for me, he's just too good. He was beating the shit out of Aljamain Sterling that fight. He was taking him down, out scrambling him. He was on his way to, I personally think, finishing him. So he's, I think he's just too good everywhere. And where, so where Corey's good at, Corey's a really good striker, but so is Peter. And then Peter also is a really good grappler too. So I just feel like he has more ways to win the fight, you know, and obviously MMA math is one of these like weird things, but Corey got strangled by Aljamain Sterling. Peter Jan beat the shit out of Aljamain Sterling for three and a half rounds or four rounds, however long it lasted. So in my mind, that makes it a little bit easier for me, for Corey. I, I mean, for, um, for Peter. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'd hate, I hate to go against the, the American, but I, I got to go with the Russian here. No, that's, that's fair. And you know, it sucks. I actually I lost a pretty decent sized bet on Jan in that fight, and it was a tough beat because, like you said, he he you was having his way lose. there. Yeah, you didn't like. That's one of those where it's like, fuck, like I didn't lose this bet, you know? Like you kind of get you kind of get screwed out of that, you know? And that and this should be for the real belt in my mind. I love Aljamain Sterling. He used to fight for CFFC, but for my for me, this is for the real belt, you know? Like. I think a lot of people agree with Peter you there. The, the uncrowned champ, like he he didn't lose that fight. He he beat himself. Like he he just did something stupid, and it should have been it should have been declared a no contest or disqualification. I mean, I guess it, oh boy, I guess it, it was a DQ, and that's why he lost the belt. Should have been a no contest, you know. So that's kind of how I feel about it. But on the other end, Corey. He's amazing, you know. He he can 100% win this fight. I'm not in no way saying he can't. I just would pick Peter to to win, but I could be wrong, you know. This is this is what we what love. What a fight! Hey, yeah. Oh, it's an amazing fight. So I'm I'm stoked for it. Tom, you got anything? Any plays on this one on your end? No plays for me. Although I will note that it looks like the the Sanhagen. Money is coming in a little bit. I see a plus okay. 190 at DraftKings, uh, which is moving his direction. So maybe some slight movement on uh, on the Sandman to uh, to to get this win. We'll see how this one develops. But but interesting to note there. No play for me. Yeah, I'm I'm staying away from that one. Don't follow me. I'm a bad <laughs> UFC better when I'm not following Sean Brady's picks. But guys. Listen, I hope I, I hope you're right. I never listen. I, I don't want no one. I hope I hope we can all win, and I'm not betting on this one. So I I hope I'm wrong. I hope. Yeah, I, it's gonna be a great fight either way. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. I just couldn't live with it if he won and I didn't, because yeah. I you know I just like the guy that much. But <laughs> yeah, so Tom, take us into the main event, and uh, we'll wrap things up and and get out of here with a with a strong pick on the ending here oh yeah the main event blackowitz and glover to is what we got in the main event line opened uh with blackowitz minus 250 it's down to 290 glover sits at uh plus 225 right now uh so definitely blackowitz catching 
most of the money right at this point. Yeah, so this is my uh, this is my underdog bet. I'm going with with Glover here. He, um, man, he's one. I just want him to win because his story is is just great. You know, he fought John Jones for the belt. He lost. He had a he almost missed out on most of his prime because he was trying to get into the states. And I uh, saw that today on that UFC had, special. Yeah, and he he had visa issues and like. He couldn't get in, so like he missed out on a lot of his good years of fighting. But for him to to still be here and for him to be working his way back now, fighting for a title, I mean, what would be a it'd be an amazing send off for him to to win the belt. And not only that, he's a beast, man. He um he's he's beat some really good guys. He's only lost to 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 the best guys in the world. I'm trying to look at. His last, so his last loss was to Corey Anderson. I think it was a decision. Yep. yep. So the way I'm looking at it, though, like for me, um, Jan has, Jan's obviously got a lot of knockout power, but he's he's been taken down before. You know, um, last person to really kind of beat him up on the ground like that was was Corey. So Corey beat both of these guys, but then Jan came back and knocked him out, which for me, looking at a fight, I'd rather dominate somebody for 15 minutes. Like when you dominate someone for 15 minutes, take them down, do what you want. You know you beat that man that night. You're better than him, every aspect. Now, when you knock somebody out, not saying that you're not better than them, but there's a little bit more. Like was that a, not a lucky punch? But yep. you caught them, and and that's great that for point. you. But when you beat someone up for 15 or 25 minutes, you know that that you beat that person. So for me, I, I can see Glover, if he's smart, he's going to shoot for takedowns, try to get Jan down, wear on him. And, um, dude, he's got some of the best best submissions in this division. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Glover here, man. I like him a lot, and uh, I, I, I want to see him get it done. Ricky, yeah, yeah, you have a plan last on this. Last career naked choke. His win before that, Anthony Smith was the one where I don't know if you guys remember, he was knocking Anthony Smith's teeth out. I learned my lesson, Sean, on that one right there with him. I had a bet on Anthony Smith, and I was just like, oh, people are saying this old man coming in here, yeah. he's gonna get rocked. Yeah, that didn't Dude, happen. He was knocking his teeth were stuck in his mouthpiece. So his last wins were Tiago Santos, rear naked choke, Anthony Smith, ground and pound, uh, Nika Krylov decision before that huge library rear naked choke carl roberson arm triangle choke so if there's going to if he's going to win it's going to be on the ground and it's going to be by some ground and pound or a submission but i'm i'm going with my the old dog <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah the old dog's going to get it done for me i'm going i'm going with my boy glover but i do see glover with Plus eight fifty by submission. I think that is well worth a shot. Plus five fifty by uh, TKO, and so I wonder what I know. On a lot of the books, you can go double, and uh, obviously the money's not as good. But I'm assuming it would. I'm going to look for the double chance. The old double chance. Double chance. I wonder. I wonder how good the double chance would be because that's a. Uh, these two fighters are both awesome too. It's so hard to root against yeah, one of these I know, guys. I know. You know, I, like they're both they're both great. But for me, 
it would just be awesome to see him get get this win, you know, and then obviously go on to defend the bell. And if he lost it, whatever. But at least he 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 got it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I really like this pick. What are you guys thinking on this one, Tom? What do you got? I do like Glover, and I also like him to to win by submission. I see plus seven hundred at uh at DraftKings. I've seen better at BetMGM. Method of victory, double chance is what you were referring to, and that's the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. I like. Um, KO, TKO, DQ, submission, plus three thirty is what I'm that's seeing still, right now. Still pretty good. Like if you're, that's it's still pretty nice. But you're right. I mean. Most of his fights are won by submission plus 750. You bet a hundred bucks on that. You wouldn't like that be, you know, that'd be That's a big hit. Yeah. And it's a very possible hit too. So that's the way I'm riding that. If you get crazy and you pick around, it could be a, it could be a wild one. So the, the possibilities are endless, but yeah, man, I like Glover by Glover by finish. And I'd say Glover by submission. If I was uh, getting, getting into details perfect ricky do you have anything on this one before we wrap this up no uh, I'll, I'll be riding your pick sean my man you've, been, you've done well by us i'm so I'm trying i'm trying whenever i if whenever a fight loses i'm like fuck yeah don't ever stress it though just so you know this betting especially in the ufc like yeah. the listeners we all know it's you know it's a crazy sport and you really have done a phenomenal job so we thank you again just like yeah, yeah. Sure. steady well, I picks hope all, i hope we all make out good man it's going to be a, a fun one thank you so Let's much go. steady picks radio wake up and wager thank you so much for joining us sean uh ricky as always thanks for thanks for putting this together for us uh fantastic show here we'll have this playing good luck for the weekend Again, BetMGM, special offers on the SteadyPicks.com. Go to Sportsbook Offers. You can sign up at any of the books we have there. Get the special offer. It's a great weekend to use it with a big event like this. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much. Good luck, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. See you later, guys. Hey, Thanks, don't Sean. forget next weekend. We got a big card, too, so we can do another one of these. Just let me know. I'll, I'll have time to jump back on. Oh, yeah. Put it on the true. schedule. We'll, Put it on the schedule. We'll be in touch for sure. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Yup. Peace out.